Welcome to Energy Efficiency Markets Podcast, where we provide news and analysis about energy efficiency, markets, and trends. This is Lisa Cohn with EnergyEfficiencyMarkets.com, and today I'm here with Keith McMillan, CEO and founder of Bebop Sensors, and we're going to talk about how these uh, wearable sensors can provide energy efficiency. Be sure to pick up our free newsletter at EnergyEfficiencyMarkets.com to get an early jump in prospects and trends from some of the most experienced reporters in the business. That's EnergyEfficiencyMarkets.com. Hi, Keith. Thanks for joining me. Hi. Thanks for having me. Now, I don't even know if I if I introduced you correctly. Are they only wearable no, sensors? Well, no. They're um, uh, fabric-based sensors so that they can be uh, shaped, you know, into many different uh, uh, positions. And unlike what most people think about as uh, wearables, our sensors aren't concerned so much with physiology as they are with physicality. We can measure pressure, bends, twists, uh, torsion, stretching, whereas what people consider wearables is either like a wristwatch or some inks that contact them at some point to pick the heart rate. Um, So our our fabrics do something. And so in... In energy, tell me how they're applied. Well, um, there are applications where we have a fair bit of uh, mechanical uh, activity that we can harvest uh, useful energy from. We have a a sensor that goes into a tire, and -hmm. as the tire rolls, it deforms rather nicely, and we measure the cross-section of the tire as it changes with cornering or acceleration, deceleration, or what kind of road you're on. And um, because of that deformation being so predictable, we're able to extract energy uh, from the tire itself to power our sensors and uh, send information from each of the tires individually. Hmm. Uh, another good example. No, is, wait a minute. Uh, wait, so wait a minute. You extract okay. energy to power the sensors, but the energy doesn't go anyplace else. Well, it gets radiated as a uh, transmission, an RF transmission. Um, so the sensors are, yeah, they're inside the tire. So to get the signals out, um, it uses uh, a radio solution. Um, and that's to send information. So this would be used for what types of applications? Well, um, again, the uh, knowing the cross-section of the tire, like if you were to slice it like you would a donut, um, how that cross-section deforms in different activities can give a lot of information to the car's uh, safety and performance systems. Mm-hmm. Um, if you have uh, an adaptive suspension system, knowing that the tire is being bent a certain way uh, could allow you to change uh, the camber or some other component of that suspension to take advantage of that, uh, the tire changing in its, in its shape. Mm-hmm. Um, a safety issue would be like um, for uh, anti-lock brakes. Presently, anti-lock brakes pulse at a fixed pulse rate. 
which is independent of what's happening to the tire. If right. You can so, see well, what about well, what about an energy application in terms of an energy saving application? Um, well, we use the energy to power the sensors. Mm-hmm. So, therefore, we don't have to put additional uh, like batteries or anything else into the tires, which would be very inconvenient. Um, any other energy-saving applications that you would use this for? Well, that specific solution uh, is appropriate for tires. We have other solutions that go into the insoles of shoes that uh, does energy harvesting, and we can then design our insoles to operate at very low power mm-hmm. and uh, get, gather information over a period of time and maybe send a, a transmission every 10 seconds, let's say. Mm-hmm. And uh, these can be used for predicting um, issues for health. Uh, there are very smart doctors out there who can predict you're going to have a stroke as much as 24 hours ahead of time, just on how you're walking. Wow. And, you know, yeah, if I got that information, I would walk to a hospital. I'd sit in the lobby. Um, So, you know, getting these insights, that would be very difficult to do uh, otherwise, um, is one of the solutions that the company uh, produces. And low-power solutions, especially if you're putting them into shoes for, uh, your grandparents, they're not going to charge their shoes. They're going to have to just run on their own. So this is a very important uh, design goal. Really interesting. Um, so basically, in the shoe example, how would they be powered otherwise? Uh, we we have an energy uh, harvesting system that is uh, about one and a half millimeters thick, and it fits on the bottom of our sensor. And as a person walks, they generate power. And we um, hold on to that power uh, until we have enough to make a Bluetooth transmission. Mm-hmm. Fortunately, uh, these transmissions usually only have to go like six feet. Um, so it's a way to create a, uh, an independent sensor that does not require maintenance. Right. Um, so you could use these and also in energy applications. Couldn't you? Um, Let's say on, I mean, you need sensors on all sorts of renewable energy applications. Yes. Yeah. Power is one of the biggest issues. And we've been able to take um, the current consumption of our sensors. And again, our our sensors are based on fabric. We uh, activate the fabric with uh, special, special polymers, and then we print inks on them to gather the signals. And um, we've been able to reduce the current demands uh, from our uh, materials uh, from several years ago, where it was in the five milliamp range. And now we're down to like uh, 50 microamps. So um, we continue to uh, reduce the demands of the sensors. So that allows them to work with uh, other uh, power systems or makes power management easier. Um, can you give me a power management example? Well, some of them are very simple. You just wake up and see if the sensor has changed. Um, and go back to sleep. And these measurements can be made in, oh, maybe uh, a few hundred microseconds. And uh, you can go back to sleep for um, 
another second. And that's uh, a huge percentage of the time that you're actually in sleep or what appears to be a no current draw situation. Um, you know what? I didn't quite understand that. <laughs> the, when you talk about this, okay. I was confused about the sleep. I'm, I'm talking about power management, like how you're managing the power in your home or your facility. Um, that's what I was oh, talking about. We, 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 we build sensors that go into everything from uh, furniture to uh, bicycles to um, medical equipment. And <clears throat> so we really... Our focus is primarily to have the sensors operate with as little intervention as necessary. Mm -hmm. And then, so that's our house. That's our universe where we focus on reducing uh, power draw and energy harvesting so that we don't need uh, batteries. Mm -hmm. um, really fascinating. Um, and so you've mentioned, you've mentioned a whole lot of... Uh, of applications. Um, uh, how long has your company been around and, and who's using it right now? Um, I started uh, making uh, fabric sensors about eight years ago, mostly for my first company, uh, which does musical instruments. Mm -hmm. and we have millions of these smart sensors out there. About a year and a half ago, I spun out Bebop sensors to take care of applications that were not in the musical world. Mm -hmm. And um, uh, we are working with some of the largest companies uh, in certain verticals that you would recognize. Uh, we're not really allowed to say their names, um, but uh, it's, it's very exciting because there are companies in all these different areas that have very articulated, well-known needs and our fabric sensors uh, are appropriate. And then the next question is, how do we power them? Um, really interesting. So, so they, so basically you're replacing batteries. When possible. <laughs> yes. Um, in, in terms of the power application. So you actually are able to, under certain circumstances, like the uh, tire example, you're able to harvest energy from the movement of the tires. Yes. Um, and then, um, and that, and then send information using the energy harvested. Correct. Okay. Because I imagine... Uh-huh. It's um, just easier that way than having to put a new battery in your tire every two years. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I understand that. Um, uh, it, it seems to me that, you know, in the home, there's a lot of sensors that are involved in things like security or sensing temperatures um, in thermostats. And I'm just curious, have you, have you gone in that direction at all? Well, those are all sensors that other people make. Um, we specifically produce uh, flexible fabric sensors, and those fill different applications. Let's say you have a... Uh, a massage chair and you want to know uh, how the person is sitting so you can inflate a bladder to uh, even out his uh, spine before you start doing some massage activity from this chair. Mm -hmm. so we have a, a piece of fabric that's half a millimeter thick. They put it in underneath the leather or cloth covering mm -hmm. and then about uh, the contact and pressure points from, from the person sitting. Mm-hmm. 
um, so then that gets information that would otherwise be gathered. Uh, that, that gets that doesn't use energy, and it uh, creates information that that uh, masseuse can use. Well, or it's it's actually all automated. It's, it goes into a massage chair, so it gathers information that no one was able to gather before. Mm-hmm. Um, very very interested. Um, so how do people uh, find your company? Um. Well, we have a website <clears throat> that has examples of some of the things that we build. Um, and then also we have an outreach sales team who uh, contacts companies that uh, produce items that would be um, possible uh, beneficiaries from our technology. Oh, so I was just asking what your website is. Is it bebopsensors.com? Uh, that's it, And there's you know, maybe eight or 10 examples there of different types of sensors. And when you see them, you'll realize that there isn't, there aren't other ways to do this. Right. There's, yeah, I understand that. Um, it, it, it fills a, fills a very specific niche. Um, yes. Really fascinating. Well, thank you so much uh, for joining me. Really interesting. <clears throat> Thanks for having me. Okay. Bye-bye. Take care. Be sure to pick up our free newsletter at energyefficiencymarkets.com to get an early jump in prospects and trends from some of the most experienced reporters in the business. That's energyefficiencymarkets.com.